0: This call may be recorded or transcribed.
1: Good morning.
2: Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Alicita, who's on the line. Good. Morning. Good morning.
3: Good, good.
0: All got
2: you back. good morning, Streevon. Happy Wednesday. God's got our back all the time. Amen. How <laughs>
0: you
4: doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. How
2: are you? Good. Thank you for asking.
3: Good morning, it's Susie.
2: Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. You have a great and blessed day. Thank you. You too.
5: You're so welcome and thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day.
2: Thank you, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us?
6: Good morning, valuable. This is Rochelle. Happy Wednesday.
2: Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday to you as well.
1: Kiss my niece Yipu, for me. Oh,
2: I certainly will. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valicita. Who else has joined us?
6: Good morning, Valicita. This is Valerie. How are you doing
2: this morning? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Good morning to you, Valerie. Thank you. I have a prayer request. Okay. Just one moment. Um, Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Donna. Mm -hmm.
6: And I will spell her last name because I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. V-E-R.
2: Was that V as in
6: Victor? Yes. No, V as as in Valacita.
2: Okay, got it. Sorry about that. That's okay. V-E-R-V-I-S-C-I-O. And uh, let's cover her in um, her health. Okay. Thank God for her healing. Thank God she is healed. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You,
1: too. Thank you. Good morning. Morning. This is Danielle.
2: Good morning, Danielle. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning.
7: It's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday.
2: Happy Wednesday, Krishanda.
7: God bless you.
2: Thank you. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line.
8: Good morning, this is Kim from Sacramento. Good morning, Declare Victory family.
2: Good morning and happy Wednesday. Thank you so much, Thank to you. Thank you. Good morning, thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who else has joined? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting?
6: Oh, one more thing. My apologies. This is Valerie again because it keeps coming to me. Um, As we are in prayer today and fasting, can we just cover everybody in, in fasting, like fasting for purpose?
2: Fasting for purpose. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue joining us daily during July, where our monthly theme is entitled Beatitudes. This means that all of our declarations will be focused on us understanding the Beatitudes according to the mind, heart, and will of God. There are three announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m., when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, please join us this evening and every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling the same phone number to participate in a short prayer called Prayer for the Children. It is a new call that will be held every Wednesday evening for those interested in praying for the children and young adults they love. Please bring your child's name and be prepared to participate in collective prayer to change their lives.
9: Third, we would like
2: to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through your PayPal account at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings for our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app, However, we do have spoken prayer requests, and that's from Valerie and she's asking for prayer for Donna Roschio. She's asking for prayer for healing, so we're gonna pray for complete healing in Donna's body and then she's also like for us to pray for um, our fasting time today um so that we pray so that we're fasting for purpose and then I also want to um include um Pam, Pamela's mom in prayer. She's um, in the hospital. And so let's just pray for complete healing in her body. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle, declaration by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle, declaration by Dion, and the closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Psalms, chapter 1, verse 10, a psalm of David. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. We also ask that you maintain your volume and tone of your prayers to a reasonable level to not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and cooperation. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day.
8: amen hallelujah
2: Lord. we bless your holy name lord we just take just a moment oh god to prepare our hearts our minds oh god hallelujah to enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise oh god we take a moment to rest and put aside everything that may be distracting us oh god we may be moving around or getting ready for work or whatever it is that we have to do for Lord, we take this time to stop and yield and reverence you, O oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We will be still, O oh God. We will receive your presence. We will hear from you and hear with clarity, O oh God. Thank God, Father God in heaven, we thank you for being our Father. Our Father, we thank you for your mercy and your grace for your love and your faithfulness. We thank you for your son, your beloved son, O God, as a sacrifice, O God. Hallelujah, who is our joint heir, O God. Hallelujah, that we can be called into right relationships and continuous fellowship with you, O God. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that leads and guides us in all truth and all righteousness, O God. Lord, we yield, oh God, to every thing, oh God, that you tell us to do, oh God, we yield and stand still because it is you that we live and move and have our being, oh God. You are just God and besides you, there is no other. Jesus Christ, you are our high priest, oh God. You are our Jehovah, oh God. You are Jehovah Nisi, oh God, our banner. You are Jehovah Rapha, our healer, oh God. You are Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Jireh, that you provide everything that we need, oh God, and our needs, oh God, are not just financial. So when we call on you, we don't call on you for just finances. We call on you for natural healing. We call on you for spiritual healing. We call on you for people and things that are connected to us, oh God, things that don't make sense and things that we don't understand, but we call on you, oh God, because you are our only just God that sees that you are El Roi, that you see everything, that you are a sovereign God, that you reign over everything, O oh God. That the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and all that dwell in it belongs to you, O oh God. Hallelujah. As we yield and not take uh, things into our own hands and take things personal, O oh God, we yield and give them all to you, O oh God. Because you, hallelujah, everything belongs to you, O oh God. Lord, we bless your holy name. We bless and praise your holy name. For you are God and God alone And your mercy and your loving kindness is everlasting, O God. Your faithfulness and your truth endures to all generations, O God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. As we come humbly and boldly to your throne of grace, O God. We ask that you forgive us for anything that we may have said or done, whether it be now, oh God, or whether it be way back when that we don't remember, oh God, but we come and we ask that you forgive us, and we know that you are just God to forgive us. Your word says that you will throw it in the sea of forgiveness, forgiveness, oh God, and Lord, we thank you right now that we have, we can always come to you and get a clean slate, but we have to turn our hearts away from it, oh God not just come giving it to you. And, and when you uh, when we feel it's okay, we can pick it back up. No, Lord, we give it to you and we leave it there, O oh God. Whatever it is, our hurts, oh God, our, our anger against one another, we forgive, oh God, the grace that you uh, gave us, oh God, that we extend to one another, oh God. We will yield to the leading of your Holy Spirit, oh God, and hearken to hear and turn our hearts away from self and unto you, oh God. Not our will, but your will, O oh God. We will walk in your statues and obey your commandments, O oh God. We will receive the blessing and the promises of Deuteronomy
6: twenty-eight, because because it is your will, and because of our obedience, and
2: because of your love, O oh God. Third John two tells us, O oh God, Beloved, I wish above that you may as prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers, O oh God. Even as our soul prospers, oh God, and we thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that you have all our interests, not just our best interests, Lord, but you have all our interests at heart, oh God. Lord, as we lift up uh, Valerie's friend, Donna, oh God, and we also lift up prosperous Pam's mom, oh God, Lord, we come and we ask that you and we thank you in advance for the complete healing that will take place in their lives, oh God. Not only will they be able to see the manifestation naturally, oh God, but they will see you in it, oh God. And they will receive you and thank you, oh God. And know, hallelujah, the word says, as they went, they were healed, oh God. So Lord, I pray that their spirit is quickening and knowing and trusting and believing you that you are their healer, oh God. And Lord, we thank you because we know that you can do it, and we know that it is so. Lord, we thank you right now we ask oh god that we prepare our hearts oh god and we push our place back oh god as we begin our fast on today oh god that we put aside everything that may distract us oh god from a more intimate more closer relationship oh god that we will be able to hear oh god lord as we present ourselves, our temple oh god hallelujah to be cleansed oh god that we may present ourselves a vessel, holy, fit for the master's use, oh God. We put aside everything that we even think, oh God, that may or may not be a hindrance, oh God. The little stuff, push back our routine stuff, our coffee, and I go to this certain place on this certain day at a certain time. We push that back, oh God, and we replace it with you. We will make room for you, oh God. We will yield in the areas that we think it is just common. Lord, we give you those common places, oh God. Lord, we thank you right now. Lord, we lift up all that are in leadership, oh God, whether it be uh, the leaders of the world, oh God. Lord, we also lift up our spiritual leaders, oh God, that are the shepherds over us, oh God. Lord, we pray, oh God, that they are hearing from you. And obeying, oh God. Lord, we lift up the children to you, oh God, as we begin to call in on Wednesdays at six o'clock, oh God. And we never can have enough prayer for our children, oh God. Some don't pray, but Lord, we intercede for those, oh God, that think it's just common, oh God. Lord, you are not common. Lord, you are not anything less than, and you are great, oh God. So we don't. Call it just uh, fly by night or common or just simple, oh God. But we call on you are all things. Our expectation of you are in everything, for everything, and by everything, oh God. We will yield and call on you, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for being our provider. We thank you, hallelujah, for being everything that we need and we can call on you, oh God. Lord, we call out the ones that are suffering from mental health, oh God. They may be okay one day and not the next, oh God. But we call and ask that you touch their minds, oh God, that they that you help them to cast down every imagination and everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah! We hold everything into captivity unto the obedience of Christ. So Lord, we thank you today. We don't call it common. We don't call it easy, oh God. But we will look unto hills with up to the hills, which cometh our help, knowing that all our help cometh from you, O oh God. Lord, I ask you to bless every victor on this line, O oh God. Hallelujah. You know their personal petitions, O oh God, unto you. You know their corporate petitions unto you. But we know that we can call on the just God who hears us that never slumbers and never sleeps, O oh God hallelujah lord and we thank you that we can yield oh god unto you that we can turn our hearts to you oh god lord that you are removing uh the the heart and hearts oh god that you are unstopping the deaf ears and that you are taking the scales off our eyes oh god that we may be able to see you high and lifted up oh god and that your train fills the temple we thank you oh god for your presence that comes and dwells on this line oh god and Lord, doesn't leave as we uh, go about our day, oh God, but you continue, hallelujah, to be with us, oh God. Lord, we bless the visionary of this line, oh God, for her, yes, oh God. We thank you that you continue to cover her and meet her every need for her and her family, oh God. Lord, we thank you for your servant, Dion. We thank you for your servant, Tanya. We thank you for all the ones, oh God, that press into meeting you here every morning, oh God. Lord, we declare victory in every area of our lives. Lord, and as we take our phones off mute, O oh God, and give you a solemn assembly, O oh God, and we declare victory in our lives. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, we praise
4: you, Father you God. You can. We a the the there is, is no one like you, O God. You are the Lord of every person, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for your love and kindness in this world.
10: Thank you,
4: Father God, for bringing up this morning to absolutely no weapon formed against us. Mm. Mm. shall Lord, Thank
10: you,
4: Father God. So we We're the our God. lives. Lord, we in our We are the salt light this earth. We are the slave We thank you, Father, for our contagious spirit, Your Lord. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, enjoy. Thank you was I Thank you. Uh, so to uh, well, um, uh, 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 you know, every well, Thank I will you Lord Lord you Lord you Lord you 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 I think thanks to God for the to the joy of life, for to God for the love of family, for the to the uh, <laughs> for for thank, thank you, the 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 we need to a we have to we to love one another the presentaing- si and we have to we to love one another. and we have to of we to love we have to do we to do we to do a we to we the we we all, the body body. Body. all about have we we have have blood. Blood. I you all about I mean. I mean. I mean. I mean. like all 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 we are not are are not not a are Hallelujah. Um, the the... That, and we're going so. to my my have we're going to be really we to we're to fresh all we're going to we have and we have victory in victory Victory in our victory in. In. victory in our we hey, victory in, right? in the court right? in, in the and victory over the in، that children. victory We over resources from north to victory the to the south the and We the rich We to We the We the We the we call the you Hallelujah,
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. We take another moment, O God, just to reverence you and feel our prayers, O God, that have went up to you, O God. Lord, and give you thanks, O God. For well, we know,
9: hallelujah,
2: that you, hallelujah, and besides you there is no other. And now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling or falling into sin and present you unblemished, O God, in the presence of your glory with triumph joy and unspeakable delight to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power before all time and now and forever. Lord, we thank you, we love you, because you loved us first, as I pass the call to Dion. Well, praise the Lord. Good morning, God morning. Great morning and happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. Again, today is that day that we have set aside to be uncomfortable intentionally. And I thank God for an opportunity to do so. For all of those that have the the mind to chase hard and fast after God, that. uh, that's exactly what we're going to do today. As we push our plates back with great expectation that every area that we have experienced lack be filled with His power and His presence. There's somebody that needs to mute their phone. I'm getting um, quite a bit of feedback from someone's line. And, uh, still not just yet. Hopefully that's not me. Let me see if I can find it. Amen. Again, I welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank everyone for their participation in the corporate prayer. Thank you, Shale. thank you, Valuable. And thank you to each and every one of you who are currently sacrificing your time in an effort to um, be empowered for the day, empowered for uh, the week, but more importantly, empowered for a lifetime of, uh, as as we as Americans say, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The only difference is we don't seek out happiness we expect joy, unspeakable joy. And so I'm I'm prayerful this morning that today finds you uh, in the joy of the Lord for we recognize that it absolutely is our strength. Um, we are winding up teaching on being counterculture. Uh, it's hard to believe that we are in the seventh month In the third week of July in 2021, time is absolutely moving swiftly. Um, Transitions are happening in the natural and in the spiritual. And it is our aim, it is our goal to be also ready at all times. And so we'll, of course, hear tales of um, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, repent. <laughs> but I do believe that every single day, the kingdom of God is at hand for somebody in someone's life. Every day, uh, day, millions of people across the world either leave here equipped or unprepared. It is our earnest desire that we meet the Father empty. And there are Means and methods in which we must do so. Um, today, I am I am going to share uh, from a primary beatitude, uh, which in most cases is considered the most dominant attribute of Abba, uh, and and that is righteousness. Amen. Um, it's a a topic not often tackled. Uh nobody really wants to think about right living or living an upstanding life. Uh we we generally would rather kinda um schmooze through. Which is cool if if your expectation is min- minimal, if there's no desire technically to meet God empty or to reach your zenith or your maximum, it's very easy um, to reach low. <laughs> Not to get low. They're two very different things. But I'm talking about aspire or um, be esteemed or have a desire uh, to. Think on a higher level, um, not of yourself, but of what's in you, what you are capable of, what you are, um, I don't think you can ever be quote unquote qualified, but I do think that God is so gracious that things that we need in an effort to thrive in today's societal view and and maybe not like the world thrives. But I mean thrive and aspire to um, higher understanding of God and self. Uh, Therein, we have the ability to move closer to loving people appropriately, if that makes sense, right? And so uh, today we'll talk a little bit about uh, righteousness and what it means, what it entails, and, and what the responsibility is. For each of us, in so doing, I love the word simply because it gives us uh, direct—not just instructions—but but but it gives us direct access to the things that we need to push ourselves and to propel ourselves into places of purpose and promise. And um, these beatitudes. This one, of course, is. Uh, well, I messed up and uh, over-edited. Sorry, guys. Um, This one, of course, having um, the ability to to superimpose the very nature of God on our thought process, our understanding, our lifestyle, but more importantly, our outcome, right? Because the goal is that not only do we reach God empty, but the goal is that I, I want. This is this is my personal endeavor. I want for God to to think of me and smile. Now, do I uh, do I meet the mark every time? Absolutely not. So I'm, I don't want to give you any false aspirations. Um, but what I will say is that sometimes there are things that we will face in life. And if we yield to the presence of Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, we will always have a great outcome. We will always have um, an a unexpected end according to what's written of us. A lot of times people ask me, um, and again, I'm going to say this for the record because I need you to get it. I don't do everything right. I'm not perfect uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I have to harness my thoughts. I have to harness my mind just like you do. Um, I have to use my words to combat uh, my emotional responses, the moments that I would uh, flash or trip out, the moments that I would feel or be impressed by the spirit of fear, I have to literally gravitate toward the things that pull me up and out as opposed to things that pull me in and down. Right? Those things are are really manifested as a direct result of our thinking, right? Our our thought process. Um let me give you the definition uh of of righteousness, the definition of righteousness. Um to be in good moral standing, our morality and 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 the dignity that we we are called to walk in has nothing more to do, or the quality of being morally right or justifiable. We hear the word righteousness so frequently. Uh, we we always hear, God, you are righteous right? Every moral fiber being of Jesus uh, can be accounted for. I need someone to mute their phone for me. The wonderful thing is we have an example. uh, For instance, um, Job was considered a righteous man, right? Job was considered upright and upstanding. And when we look at him historically, everything about him uh, was humble. It was, um, now mind you, going from, quote unquote, the top of the totem pole to being in a state of brokenness, to being in a state of uh, feeling lost and abandoned, to dealing with mourning and grief, on a on a very, very large scale, really, really quickly. Everything about him was considered uh upright, upstanding and morally sound. In spite of what he went through, he stood his concrete ground on the fact that he knew that God was God. He he knew and understood that that if God before him, what's the whole world against him? And in spite of um I like to say his pity party, uh, which really isn't what it was. He was really for real dealing with stuff emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, uh, it, it, geographically. Every single thing that had been normal to him was defied by uh, one statement of the enemy. Satan, what are you doing? I'm traveling to and fro seeking whom I may devour. And God offers Uh, him up and said, have you considered my servant Job? When we we think about Job and his life and uh, the fact that he to date is still mentioned for his ability to be persecuted, his ability to be taunted, his ability to lose every single thing that he had and never lose his faith. Our faith is what justifies us. Our faith, how we believe, what we believe, how far we're um, able to believe it in spite of what we experience. Uh, We can attribute that to faith and the idea or concept or lifestyle of living a right life. Right, I thank God for the word because it so reinforces. Now, keeping in mind that the Beatitudes are like small nuclear bombs to the ego, small nuclear bombs to the culture, small nuclear bombs to what the cultural norm appears to be to those who have not Christ. Right? These Beatitudes attitudes. Um, no nobody ever really wants to talk about persecution. <laughs> nobody ever wants to really talk about uh hardships or the moments that we don't um we don't experience the quote unquote win. Nobody ever really wants to talk about the the painful places or the painful uh moments that we have in an effort to get to uh the harvest, to get to uh, the the end result. But the truth is that sometimes it goes right there. If you can't be tested, chances are you can't be trusted. If you can't be tempted, chances are you can't be trusted. When my sister was a little girl, I remember my my mother had Uh, uh, a pair of scissors in a common area and somehow Tia got a hold of the scissors and cut up some stuff and it, it it was nothing major but my mother's concern is that she would hurt herself so she told Tia Tia now don't you touch these scissors again and so Tia said okay mommy well of course She ended up touching the scissors again, so my mom was like, Tia, didn't I tell you not to touch these scissors again? Well, yes, mommy, but I see them and I just want to use them. If you don't want me to touch them, put them somewhere higher so I cannot reach them. (laughs) And she may have been five or six years old. My baby sister and I are 18 years apart, so she's more like my daughter than she is my sister. And I remember that tickled me, but how logical it was for her to request, get it away from me, keep it out of my sight. But as mature believers, we have to be uh, have the the posture of heart that no matter what's before us, no matter how easily accessible it is, and this is the hard part, y'all, no matter how easily accessible it is, that we can see it, and not need it, right? So so it would be like a married person. You see an absolutely stunning woman. You see a, a man that's just your speed. Maybe your husband is not what you thought he should be, or so on and so forth. We have to have the presence of mind to uh, be able to see a thing and not be tempted into what it is that would keep us from being right keep us from upstanding. Now more more often than not, we don't we don't like to talk and that's not just about married people. Don't don't get it twisted. Honey, if you smoke too much weed <laughs> or weed in, in general, if you have to alter your thought process, you should be able to be in an environment and it not impact you to to fall off and not operate from a place of right. There are times in our lives where our witness is really all we have. Uh, When you are in a crowded room and everybody's doing one thing, somebody has to to have the courage not to do uh, what everybody is doing for the sake of being upright. So uh, I will experience, I, I can use Tanya as an example. No, 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 thank you. And be will be in an atmosphere where there are, are things that transpire. But when you recognize that your witness is kind of like everything in a room, there are certain things people won't do in front of me. And I really wouldn't trip. It really doesn't stress me out. But um and, and then they will tease me. My my little brother, I remember when he introduced me to his his wife. <laughs> He kept coming to check on her and asking her, are they talking to you about Jesus yet? <laughs> so the running joke with my sibling is we are the Jesus freaks. And that's cool. Um, I go in certain places and, and there are times where, you know, people are a little bit uncomfortable in my presence. I'm a little different. And I deal with that or where they I'm not going to get invited to everything. They uh, um, don't don't bring her around because we want to do X, Y, Z. And that's cool. And the cold part is I wouldn't trip. I just wouldn't be um, a partaker in certain things. And so we have to remember what, um, and, and this is not being um, or giving you a mind or a thought process to be high minded because this is not that.
4: <clears throat>
2: this is not only is this not that, this is the complete opposite There. We have the ability as believers, our presence has the power to change atmospheres, but it can't change anything if it looks like what's already being and been seen right if it If it looks like the the cultural norm, that particular culture, everything about the beatitudes and I've said this each time I share it, is counter culture, and it is that deliberately and you have to understand. That it comes with a cost. It comes with an absolute price. It comes with something, and and in so doing, um, it it causes us to be um, consistently active in participating in our own um, agreement with what righteous looks looks like. Right. So whoever pursues. Righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. That's Proverbs 21 and 21. Let me say it again. Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. There are benefits to living a right life. And yeah, you might get a little taunted because that that comes with it. Um, Folks folks might look at you a little bit different. That comes with it. Mute your line for us. But the reality is that uh, for they who hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. It is our obligation to chase after the word. It is not God's obligation to come after you. Well, if God wanted me, he would do X, Y, Z. Now, don't get it twisted. When heaven hounds get on your head. They're not coming back empty-handed. God will do and, and create scenarios to push you to him. But the goal is that when you get there, you know what to do, right? He will push you into certain corners and situations and scenarios to get you to adhere to what the heavens are saying about you. And yes, sometimes it's brutally painful. Sometimes it's beyond uncomfortable. Sometimes at the end of the day, you're trying to figure out, Lord, what else do you want? Well, the truth is, and I say this all the time, he wants everything right? First um, Timothy 6 and 11 says, but you, man of God, free, flee from all of this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Righteousness being the highest form or the highest attribute of God. We understand that living an upright life, which takes practice and maturity, Right, you have to practice living not good because there, there there are none good. However, you can live a morally sound life, right? And and if we think about it, the majority of our immorality is birthed and adopted in our hearts and our minds, which is why the word tells us. Think on these things which are perfect. Think on these things which are pure. Think on these things which are of a good report. Our responsibility is to capsize the enemy of our own thinking. That's all righteousness is, right? When, when your, the nature of who you are says go left, the spirit of who God is tells you to go right, which is in accordance to what is written of you, in accordance to living a right and upstanding life. And it takes practice. It takes practice making active decisions. Now, for some people, they experience a, a level of deliverance that sanctifies them almost overnight. Uh, we we see that record or recorded uh, in Paul before he was, Paul, we see that that road of Damascus, and some of us will have those roads, right? Some of us then will have those experiences. But Paul was sanctified unto a place of righteousness, and he dealt with massive persecution. I thank God that we don't live in that time, right? He was taunted and teased. I was the chick that used to get put out of church because I had way too many questions. Right. So I I was, I was the church, the the chick that could see. So now I'm a weirdo or a witch. I have been the chick that uh, she thinks she this, she thinks she that. It goes with, for real, just so so you don't get it confused, it goes with right living, right? It goes with really wanting to see um, the hand of God, not in just your life, but in the lives of others. Blessed are those that are persecuted for his name's sake, right? We have a, a responsibility to be able to endure hard things. And so a lot of times people will avoid going all the way in for the sake of protecting or defending themselves. Righteousness calls for us to first remember and reiterate that we have a borrowed life, like we're living on borrowed time. Knowing that there are things in our lifetime that one of two things will happen, either we will accomplish or we will answer for, right? Either we will get it done or we'll have to explain, right? Matthew 6 and 33, familiar passage of scripture. It's something that you should probably memorize and meditate on, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you as well, right? Our goal is to live a moral life before men that it would set Uh, the mold, that it would set the example, that it would establish that not only can it be done, um, but that there are benefits to living an upright life. Psalms 112 and six says, surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. That means that right living leaves legacy. Right living establishes a precedence. Right living, living a morally sound life, it changes um, ideas and helps with identity, especially for, a, 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 I won't even say a young man, for small impressionable children. And considering we are to be as children in the eyes of Christ, it is really important that the people that you surround yourself with have strong moral fibers. There is a level of accountability that comes with that that changes how you see yourself, right? It changes the odds of what you can uh, or you feel like you can or cannot accomplish, right? And so so the idea is that our righteousness be contagious, right? You guys have heard me talk about over and over again um, um, being a peacemaker and what that looks like. Uh, James 3 and 18 says, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. You ever met a whole entire Hellyard? You ever met somebody that every single time you run into them they raise and cane, they always got a complaint, they always got a qualm, they always wham, 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 wham. Honey, shut up. Just forget it. Right? But if you notice, people who um rightly divide what they're handed and not do it with an emotional premise. People who have the courage to not be emotional in an emotional setting, they have a tendency to walk in a greater peace than those who every single time something is going on, they in the middle of it. Every single time it's drama, you can find them at the root or the base, right? However, It is, it is our responsibility to be present in peace, right? That, that when we walk in a room, there is a a different resting of peace. There is a different, um, idea of what it looks like to be settled in your salvation. Amen. All right. Um, I'm going to give you a couple more scriptures just on righteousness. Um, Again, Matthew 5 and 6, which is something that we hear frequently. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. It means that that every single need will not only be met, but it's almost often met with expectation that not only will you win, but you will win in such a way that you will make disciples by right living, right? Right living is, um, it's a powerful tool. You get access to things that everybody ain't going to get access to, right? But let me let me give you some hope on that hinge. Um, Psalm 34 and 19, it says, the righteous person may have many troubles, but get this. But the Lord delivers them out of them all, right? It is a beautiful thing to know that in spite of any and every single thing that we go through, our right living gives us access to an absolute outcome. That absolute outcome is the same thing that, that would tell you if God be for me, who can be against me? Right living. Um, Right living causes you to sleep well at night. Uh, Right living uh, helps you to rightly divide truth. Right living gives you a different wisdom because your outcomes become predictable. Right living, uh, upstanding living, being morally sound gives you the ability uh, to not only disciple people, but to give them that model that changes perspectives. Right? Living. Having conversations, um, especially from a single perspective. Uh, At at my age, it's not the simplest thing to, to live a chaste life. Right? It is an exercise day after day after day of bringing my thought process into subjection of putting myself in a position where I know I have a responsibility morally to live upright before God. I have a responsibility to my children, to each and every one of you that when I send a prayer up, that not only are my hands clean, but my thought process is clean. That my my understanding of who God is and what he deserves is from the right posture. Right there are things in our lives and and again we don't like to talk about the sin nature of man it's it's a normal thing we dealing with transgressions sins and iniquities we dealing some of us are fighting ghosts that we never had an encounter with but the reality is that the enemy uh the beautiful thing is when the enemy comes in like a flood God lifts up a standard against him but you got to have the standard in your heart to be able to stand on the standard Right? It's not fun, nor is it easy being single, especially in this walk. I don't like it. However, if you can't be tested, you can't be trusted. So there are things that God will allow me to encounter. I could force my hand. I could have had 50 boyfriends. Who? I'm 50. What am I going to do with a boyfriend? Nothing. Right? So that sacrifice, that um, you still single? <laughs> Well, see, I I can't, I can't have any and everybody just cover me. I can't, I can't do that. I can't just live with my boyfriend. I can't, I can't do that. That's not morally sound. That is not indicative of a woman with a heart for God. I can't just sleep around. That's not something that I can do and, and live in a right place and get prayers answered and feel connected to God. And I'm not saying that God answers our prayers according to how good we are or good we are not. However, we have roles and responsibilities in righteousness for righteousness sake. There are certain things, even, even when we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago about language and, and things that I say, it's certain stuff I, I can't. Okay, Dion, now next level, the little carnal things, the little, the little things you still give yourself a pass on. Deal with that. That's why we fast on Wednesdays. That's why we push back our plate, or I push back my plate on Fridays. There are a couple of us that do it on Fridays, but I I do it because there there are, as as grandma would say, or even Valerie Thompson will say this, there are greater, higher heights and deeper depths (laughs) that we go to. And what I'm starting to notice is the more, the little things, the little things that are out of order that keep me from walking fully, in the rightness, not righteousness, not self-righteousness, but in the rightness of being morally sound, right? Different things are happening with my gifts. The manifestation of certain things, certain things that I I see, certain things that I hear, certain things that I perceive in atmospheres, but it's not for me to magnify the gifts. It is for me to access God's people through his gifts, does that make sense that 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 keeps you low. Keep your chin to your chest because my gifts are not about my gifts. My gifts are about helping people to walk into kingdom truth for now, right We're walking into a whole new season, and there are things that only the remnant will do as a result of living a right life. There are things inside of you that the enemy has used rogue living to keep you blind, right? There there for some of us is still sand in our eye. This morning I want to encourage you um, and, and I want to implore you, I want to compel you to start checking your little raggedy areas, your loose edges, your small foxes that spoil the vine. For those of you that are fasting today, ask the Lord to open the scrolls of the books that you might see some of the things that are historically not even yours, things that belonged to your great, 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 great grandma that you still battling in your mind, in your body, in your thought process. There are lots of them, you guys. There are are little things that keep you from walking in the fullness, even of um, being able to see and to hear God clearly. I believe that we're walking into something new. And I believe that some corrective measures are taking place in the heavens that should be reflected in the earth. And it calls for right living. It calls for each of us to have, um, the kind of accountability, um, where, where for real, if you having a hard ookie day to build these relationships, it's super important that we have the kind of relationships that nurture us, not only living right, but living right in such a way where people around you almost catch it like a cold or like the COVID child. I want people to catch righteousness from me and not, Self righteousness—they're two very different things. I'm not nothing. I am absolutely as low as they come. But in Christ, uh, the goal is to be everything that He said. Hallelujah. The goal is to operate from a place of power to, that that changes the lives of men by, for real, almost—I um, I, guess—contagious would be it, right? That takes practice. That takes being
11: surrounded
2: with people who have a desire to live a right life. That that takes um, spending time in your word and spending time in his presence. That takes a, a perseverant heart, a perseverant mind. It really does help you to adjust and realign in places and areas that you didn't even know you were broken, right? And so so since I've been on this journey of for real watching my mouth, like literally, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you all a progress report. Hey, it feels amazing to know that a decision changed how I operated. Just a decision. But the power, there's nothing stronger than the human will. I want, I think, I feel. The human will, I want, I think, I feel. It operates in conjunction with. <laughs> living a a, a life that opposes righteousness, the opposite of, right? But when you make a decision for Christ, I live and for Christ I die. Jesus, I just love you back, God. I just want you to dwell in me so richly that when it's all said and done, the people that you've allowed me to come in contact with, the people whose lives you have allowed me to speak into, uh, they fool around and catch this idea of living a morally sound life. Is that a lot to ask? I don't think so. But because of the error we live in. Because of the times, because of the governmental agenda, because of the the poor ideology and low self-worth and feeling like we don't deserve this and we're not good enough for that, low self-esteem based on the world's view and perspective, I'm asking God that he would begin to rinse our identity. Wash me off, Jesus help me to see myself like you see me he sees us all as his righteousness the greatest attribute he has is his righteousness he never failed or flailed morally and if the goal is to be like jesus that means sometimes people going to call us boosy uh so and so is a square what that's fine i'm i'm going to take that cuz i'm not any of that <laughs> um but, but the truth is that there, there is a, an internal reward. I, I remember when, um, and, and I'm going to say this is super transparent. Y'all know I tell all my business. I don't care. Um, I remember when um, I got stuck on how long I had been celibate. That's what I called it then before I understood the difference between celibacy, abstinence, and chastity. They're very, three very different things. And I I was never celibate. (laughs) That's what I wasn't. Um, I I refrained from being intimate with anyone, but it did not mean that I was delivered from the lust of the flesh, right? And I remember being in a situation where I could have crossed the line or not. Uh, In this particular scenario, I chose not to. But there was a piece of me that, that almost felt like dignified, like there there was a level of self righteousness where I was counting the years that had passed, like it was a badge of honor. It wasn't about honoring God. It was about me being able to say, Oh, it's been so and so and such and such. Like that's fly. That ain't fly for real. <laughs> and I remember when God checked me and said, You could you may as well have did it. All the times you did, because it wasn't about me. It was about you being better than somebody else in that area, right? When you for real start to ask God real questions, I'm telling you, it changes everything. When you start to ask hard stuff, he'll start to show you your nasty, ratchet heart right, that's far away from morality, that's far away from integrity, that's far away from character, he will start to show you the little glitches in your soul, the things that keep you tied to the things that keep you a slave, to dishonoring your heart, to dishonoring your mind, to dishonoring your body, to dishonoring the people around you. There are things in us that for real, if we don't get to the root of them, righteousness will never be our portion. So I know I've gone way over time because again, this is not a topic that we talk about often. We don't talk about get it right, for real, why not? The only person we ever hurt from not walking in a righteous state is us and the people that we're called to. The longer we operate from a place of brokenness, from a place of uh, uh, complicity with culture, the longer we keep ourselves from our own promise, right? And so I want to see uh, some of us walk into the promises of God like never before. And I believe this is about to be one of those seasons where not only are we accountable, which is why we did these Beatitudes before we walk into new, uh, where, where we can for real begin to legislate on our own behalf in the heavens, and really, for real, ask for, for verdicts being rendered and, and start to declare and render some uh, restraining orders on some of that historical stuff that we have been exposed to in through our bloodline. And the more you spend time in his presence, which is why we fast on Wednesdays, the more he will open the eyes of your understanding as to what you are really fighting that keeps you from living a righteous life. Okay. And I don't care what that pertains to. That That's that's all around. That's not just about sexual sin. That, that's not just about being a thief or a junkie. That could be about uh, being a shopaholic or um, greedy as all get up. That could be about being a, a liar. You tell little white lies all the time. There are things that God wants to remove from our heart in an effort to get us to a place where we are impactful when we walk in a room. I'm so sick of powerless believers. Honey, shut up. There ain't no oil. No, you, if, you, if somebody asks you for some oil right now, we'll all die. feel like watching that movie, uh, <laughs> Eli. Anyway, good morning. God morning. Great morning. I hope I said something that empowered somebody. It is now time for us to open up the call for those that may want to jump in and say good morning. Is there one? Anybody? Good morning. It's Diane. <laughs> great declaration. <Hey>, Amen. <laughs> Good
3: morning.
2: Good morning, yeah. Hi, Miss B. Are, when do you leave? The
3: end of August.
2: Oh, okay. Good. I get to see you before then. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to see
3: you before
2: I get out of here. Yeah, you absolutely are. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Morning, Dion. This is glorious, glorious.
7: I love you. Hey, Gloria. I love you more. Thank you for my text message. Hi, Pastor Dion. This is Prosperous Pam. Love you. Thank you, family, for praying. Love you too,
6: babe. Anybody else? Good
2: morning, Dion. This is Swanita. Great declaration. Good morning, Swanita. Thank you. Blessings to you. Good,
9: Good morning, Dion. It's pretty for
2: Hi Tracy, Hi Pretty, I love you guys. Good
4: morning. Love you too. We love you Crazy. more. Good morning. good morning,
2: this is Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. Good morning.
7: <laughs> good morning. Good Pastor
2: morning, this is Hey Krishonda. and hey, who else was that? Was that Pam? Who was that? Cynthia. Hey Cynthia, good morning. Good
8: morning. Good morning,
2: this is
9: Patsy. Hi, Patsy. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Good morning Dion. This is Kim. I truly enjoyed your declaration. Thank you so much. Hey man. Good morning, Kim. And I think I was that you, Cheryl.
3: Yes, ma'am. Love yes. you. I'm about
2: love you more back. Good morning, Dion. This is Leon Mia. Hey, Miss Leonia.
3: (laughs) Good morning, Dionne. This is Sister Stephanie. Enjoyed so much your declaration.
2: Amen. Hey, Sister Stephanie. Good morning, huh? Anybody else? Ooh. Y'all quiet this morning. That's all right though. That don't, you know, that don't make my nerves bad. Whatever. Um, good morning. Good morning.
6: Good
2: morning. Hey. Good, good morning. morning. <laughs>
6: magnificent. Good morning, Pastor. Thank you. Love you, family.
2: Hi, magnificent. Love you more. Amen. Amen. Um, we we can we can actually go right into. Um, the Love, Life, and Victory discussion. For those of you that have questions, comments, commentary, anybody have anything before I start? I do. Yeah. You're Hey, Georgia. Who else was that? Okay. Hold on. That was
10: sister
2: Stephanie. Okay. So go Georgia, Stephanie, and you said Brother. Who was that, Brother Jeff? Yeah. Okay.
4: Go, go in
2: that order, right? Okay, okay.
6: This, uh, this is Georgia. So um, when you were saying, you know, that we per- we will be persecuted, I had that experience um, a few days ago, but it didn't come in the form uh, or the way that I thought it would. So a really good girlfriend of mine, she called, me, she called me, and she said she was sharing with me some things, some really troubling things that were going on in her home, um, surrounding her, my granddaughter, and things like that. And everything that she was sharing to me were things that we have no control over. So she had no control over the people who were involved. She couldn't change their mind. She couldn't necessarily change the situation because right now it just is what it is. And it was really hurtful to her. And Everything she was saying to me just screamed spiritual battle. And so um, I'm one of those people. I think some of you know where my well some of you know where I am in my watch because I have shared it. But I have a hard time praying for myself. But it was like that movie manifest. I just kept hearing pray for her, pray for her, pray with her right now. And as soon as I got ready to, the phone began to break up and I mean it started breaking up really, really bad. So I hung up and I told her to um I hung up and I told her I texted her, I said, Call me as soon as you get home. So she didn't call me when she got home, so that morning I texted because she was still on my mind. And um She didn't text me back till later that afternoon. I said, are you okay? She says, yes. I "I was going to call me back. I was going to pray with you. She says, oh, I called my cousin and she prayed with me and kids. I said, that's fine, but that ain't got nothing to do with me praying with you. And I was like, more prayer, more power. And then, and then, um, you know, I, I shared with her, you know, the things that you've been sharing with me for the past couple of weeks, me as your friend, I need to step up and begin, or you and I both need to step up and begin to pray about these things because what else can we do in this particular situation if she didn't take me back? And I know my friend, and I know that me, talking about prayer irritated her. And you know how you can feel the energy between somebody, whether it's text or in front of someone, you can feel the energy when somebody is kind of irritated by you. or don't want to be bothered anymore. And it was I feel like it was only because I was offering to pray with her. And so in that moment, I realized maybe this is a form of persecution. I always thought about people throwing rocks at me or something, but it could come more subtle than that. And so when you, when you were speaking, it made me think about that. So it's just like, okay, well, I guess it's the road I'm on from now on. All right, Jesus.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's real. No, it, it's <laughs> it's it's real, and you don't you don't think about it when it's happening. Um, but my, my auntie will tell me all the time. I don't want to call you because I don't feel like hearing all that uh, Jesus talk. I don't really got a whole bunch else to say. That's all I understand. That's my language.
4: Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank,
6: Thank you for
2: that. Thank you for sharing that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was
6: gonna say yeah. No, but you're, when you were saying that, some people uh, have not invited you to different places because they know that you're gonna bring Jesus. Actually, that is. My husband, but I'll share that for a whole other day. I I never looked at it that way, but I've watched certain family members and certain people shun away from my husband. my, if, if Jesus was Santa, then my husband is a little Jesus elf, okay? He he, he he, that's who he is. But I've seen people kind of give him that push off energy, and I I didn't appreciate it, but I
2: haven't experienced it until the other day. So that's the walk we on. Amen. Thanks for sharing. I appreciate it, and it's real. Um. Who was who
3: next? Sister Stephanie. Okay, I just wanted to uh, after the BS, uh Matthew uh, 5:17 says, "We are the salt of the earth. We so can do the salt and flavor, flavor, So you know we are the salt of the earth. You know we are the ones to down to um show people and to um um to, to anoint people and to appoint them with our Lord and Savior. If we don't speak up and then and then you know how would they know unless it, how how would they know you know so i have a, i have a lady friend we we had been childhood friends um from the time that i was in um, high school and um, we got reacquainted, like the last call. we got reacquainted after 30, 40 years, and I went down to see her, just to time with her, and then I came back to San Francisco, and I would call her, and she would talk to me about different things, and I would say, can we pray? I would always preface it with can we pray? And then after, after, after maybe seven, eight times, and then she called me one night, and um, she, she she wanted to really curse me out. And she said, you always call me with this praying stuff. I won't use the word to but you always call me with this praying stuff. Don't nobody want to hear that all the time. And then that's all I needed to hear, because I know that if somebody is for you, they are for you. But just because I knew you in my past, I have grown so much. And the Lord has allowed me to grow in Him so much since I was a child. And you knew me. So are you going to walk with me in this walk, or are you going to separate yourself from me? So that woman has tried to call me, but I have blocked her number because I don't need that. I don't need that adversity in my life. You know. I don't need you to call me when you're drunk. I don't need you to call me with all of these <laughs> aggravations and irritations. And there are people that tell me, Stephanie, you know what? You're a nice person, but I can't be around you because something about you just rubs me wrong. Well, you know, that's okay because the Lord loves me. And I'm trying to do right this So if I'm rubbing you Amen. wrong, then maybe I'm doing a good job. That's all I have to
2: say. <laughs> yeah, that means keep keep going. That's that's all that means, and it will eliminate people. Amen. Praise go God,
7: on.
2: brother Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah,
11: yeah. hallelujah. Hallelujah. You <laughs> blessed our socks off this morning. Why you, brother? You you broke you, you you put the whip on us on the end, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you, you cracked the whip on us on the end, dude. You know I, when when you was talking about. Uh, Satan Roman to and fro, right? And and God spoke to him and said, well, have you considered uh, my servant Job? As many times as I have read that scripture and heard that scripture taught on, man, it just jumped out at me this morning, like look at the confidence that God had in Job and you, mm-hmm. you, you you start you started off talking about god looking down at us and smiling right he, well, you, you want him to smile when he think about us right so i know i like oh god smiling down on us today right he can have some confidence in us today because we received some teaching on to raise our moral standards, to raise the moral standards in in, in which the way that we live for righteousness, his righteousness, man, you 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 you, you make me want to live, raise my moral standards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You touched on a whole lot. But let me share this real quick and in, in, uh, shut up so somebody else can can, can share. You know, uh, there's there's a few women, right, that have spoke yeah. on more than one occasion how that they um admire uh the woman that my wife is right. And, and you you know we we have a saying that you you can't transmit something that you ain't got right, and 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 these these sisters these women that uh, share how they they admire who my wife is and what she has in her and that they desire they inspire to to have what she has right. And and these women, they like I like, me. they these like some hardcore sisters, right? But it, it's something about my wife that they attracted to, right? And they let it be known. And uh, my wife, you know, she's the way she carries herself, right? Uh, certain folks are just drawn to her, right? There's a couple of brothers in the fellowship, men, right? That that you know they connect with my wife real well, and I heard my wife sharing with one of them the other night on the phone. She and he's he, you know he's always respectful that she's a married woman, and my wife says, "Man, it's good, it's cool. My my husband he ain't tripping on you. He knows who his wife is. He know who his wife is, right?" And I, I just reflect back to when I first met her 25 years ago and, and when I stepped to her, she let me know the level of integrity of who she was, right? That, that look, that was one of the things that, that really sealed it for me because, okay, we could pursue Christ together. She already had... Uh, a relationship with Christ right <laughs> before uh, our path had crossed and that was really sealed things for me is with the level of integrity the moral standards that she already had for herself she like no Jeff um um i i just i don't i don't i don't do that we ain't she said do that with me you ain't gonna yeah, do that I don't with need me yeah the baby <laughs> You know, so your declaration, you touched on a whole lot this morning, you know. So, uh, look, this is what the question that I want to ask before I shut up. Now, uh, the righteousness that you just taught on this morning, is it synonymous with holiness?
2: Um, I think that's based upon perspective, Jeff, but but I know this, righteousness leads to holiness
11: okay okay all right cool cool yeah well i i most definitely finna raise my moral standards <laughs> thank <laughs> you for your declaration this morning amen amen praise god
12: good morning after dion good morning um oh my goodness this That. deck let me just say this declare victory period i will start with that <laughs> life-changing, and I just love this family. I love this um, fellowship. So I, I just had to make a few things down. So the first one is uh, the word I'm thinking of is humility, um, because that that one beat attitude that has to do with righteousness, um, I've gotten to the point where if I do something wrong or something outside of, of God's will or his morals, it does not rest well in my, in my soul. Mm -hmm. And that has not always been the case. So I know there's some shifting going on and some maturity and it it just doesn't feel right. It does not feel right at all. And so I'm, I'm trying, you know, constantly, you know, praying and talking to him that I just want to get it right. You know, I know I'll never be perfect. Nobody ever will be as perfect as, as God or the Holy spirit or Jesus. However, I just want to come as close as I can to getting it right, and it just doesn't feel right in my soul, and I ask him for forgiveness. The other thing you talked about, oh, and the scriptures on righteousness, It was one in particular. I think it might have been the first one, first or second one, but I missed it, so I'm hoping that I can get that from you um, as well. And then uh, family. So sometimes it seems like what I found out is that, you talked about, you know, certain things not being invited to. So, you know, imagine being addicted to crack cocaine, and, you know, being the black sheep of the family, and then being delivered, right? Right. And then years later, even after being delivered, still being looked at as if you're still that person. And then when you're walking and you're talking about God and about what he's done for you, you know, all of a sudden you're you're, you're holier than thou, you know, you so-called Christian. You know, people are just this. Your family that are just you know shutting you. Like, what? Really? We don't want to hear about that. You know. Right. And so, but they want to know how is it that you keep getting blessed? How come these things keep happening to you? You know, I, I'm doing this and I'm not getting these things. And you know, and I'm saying that in, in any boastful way. But I'm, I asked my brother. I said, Well, what is you know do you still go to that church you used to go to? Do you still pray? Do you you know because this is the things that I do that helps me to get the things that god promises me so you know so what i'm doing right now you know i pray for them i love them but i have to kind of separate myself in a way from from their um the party and the negativity the the attacks that i know it's not them but it's the death you know the enemy coming trying to come through them so that's one thing that i I wanted to point out the abstinence versus chastity or, or the other word that you use that is so weed, right? celibacy yes.
2: and chastity,
12: right? Look See, up, I thought I look, was look being up the definition. Yes.
2: No I will yeah, take that. Take that back. Look it up. It it'll okay. change your whole perspective.
12: Okay, I am gonna look it up. Chastity, mm-hmm. celibacy, abstinence. Absolutely.
7: Right? Mm-hmm. right. So
12: what I put next to that to share is that the word "been there, done that." You know, the fornication. Right. You know, the multiple this and that starting at an age of 13, you name it, I've done it, right? And that I'm so God, so glad that God took that away from me, that just the desire, the temptation, everything. And I feel like, you know, if I have if anybody, and I've talked to people, believe me, like you say about different men and this and that, but I want a man that's after God's own heart, but I don't want to look for him. I look for men all the time, be careful what you look for, but I know if it's meant to be, God will send that person. But he can't send it anytime soon because he's too busy still working on me. Mm. I got so much work to do on me at this point. 58 years I just heard last week that I don't don't even have time to fathom anything like that unless God makes it so, right? So I just wanted to point those things out. And if you can give me those uh, couple of scriptures or I can go back and listen to the recording. But you just, you know, just the whole righteousness, you know. If you you know you, if God calls you into chaplaincy or if He calls you into ministry or anything like that, you gotta get this thing right.
4: Amen. You know, I
12: agree. Yeah, you cannot. I, I can't talk to my siblings, my kids, or grandkids or anybody if I don't if I'm not following in His image as much as I can. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Oh, one Very last thing. It's the anniversary today. 18 years ago today, July 21st. I was diagnosed with a life-threatening illness in which there is no cure. But God, thank you Amen. So
2: Amen. Happy anniversary. Amen. Was there anybody else who had something
7: to share? It's me, Krishanda. Hey. Um. Hey. So, first of all, I totally enjoyed your declaration. Um, righteousness. So good. And As I was listening to everyone and just listening to you, it just I love the way Declare Victory builds on everything. And I keep hearing the grace and mercy. It wasn't um, for God's mercy and His grace that leads us to hunger and thirst. When we realize how gracious He's been to us, we want to seek His face. We want to become more righteous. At least that's for me, I should say. And also, I want to give a testimony because people have been praying for me for my leg. I have had sciatica in my left leg. Um, it's been bothering me, and God has healed me. So to God be the glory. God bless you guys. I love you all.
2: Amen. God bless you, pumpkin pie. I'm glad you're feeling better. Anybody else?
1: Good morning. This is Miss Tony. Good morning. Good morning. I mean. Thank God for his word on this morning. You was up and down my street. I had to laugh. I was just talking about that yesterday. It's so ironic when I get on and declare victory. It's always something that I have spoken the day before. So I thank God for the word of God. But I I remember you saying about living righteous. You have to do what's right. And living in righteousness is imperative to God's eyes for, for us to fulfill his promises to us. And the truth is that you can't expect God to bless you when you're willfully breaking his commandments. So we um, we have to go through the, um, sometimes we get in tough situations that we have to choose between right and wrong. And the right thing is to do is to choose right. Because um, you win souls when you choose what's right. Because people are looking at you. And there's always somebody looking at somebody and they're seeing somebody doing wrong or whatever, and they're to blame you. But we have to choose what's right in life, and it is the righteousness. We are the righteousness of God. So thank you for that righteousness today. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you, Sister Tony. You're welcome. Anybody else?
11: Amen.
0: Hey,
2: hey,
4: hallelujah. <laughs> you said
2: it. <laughs> I love
7: Brother death when he said, I haven't heard him say that in so long. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, and pretty, if you are still there and you can hear me, um, I,
2: uh, I'm sorry. I was doing my thing. That's why I'm okay. Uh, I I'm just out of breath a little bit, but,
7: but, um, pretty the other day, um, I had an opportunity to just share a little bit of your testimony and how um, you came to the call one way and you
2: are a totally different, totally different person, not because of the call, but because of decisions that you made. Um, And Brother Jeff, as you were, um, when you asked that question, wow, it really made me think about uh, is holiness synonymous with righteousness? And I, I thought about the scripture, I can't remember where it is right now, but Um, You can Google it if you want to know it. But it says, Be ye holy, for I am holy. The operative word there is be. So Mm -hmm. I can be saved. I can be angry. I can be joyful. I can be happy, right? However, with righteousness, and I'll come back, with righteousness, um, we are made righteous through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. So, so we need to be um, right, be, uh, uh, exemplify righteous living, and accept God's righteousness first
1: through through Jesus Christ. But then, it marries with to me. This is how I see it. It marries with holiness. It gives us the opportunity to be holy, to be abstinent, to be changed. So that's
2: that's just my thank you. First Peter one sixteen. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Thank you so much, Rochelle. So, so Dion, let me tell you, I started cracking up. So, again, like Brother Jeff,
12: this morning when you started to talk about Job, I'm, man, I've heard it many, many times, too. But something stood up inside of me. I, I was enlightened. And this is what I heard in
2: my sanctified imagination. In my sanctified imagination, I believe that God taunted Satan. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and why would you say that, Tanya? Because, listen. God, do you remember the story of Elisha? Was it Elisha or Elijah who taunted the priests of um, Jezebel? He taunted them.
5: Where your God at now? Is he sleeping? Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. So, in my
2: sanctified imagination, there's no scripture for this. I believe that God taunted um, the, the, the enemy, and him and Jesus might have been cracking up, high fiving each other, right? Um, what? Yeah, but have you considered Job? Have have you considered Jeff? Have you considered Patrice? Have you considered Dion? Have you considered, oh, girl? Have you considered, oh, boy, they won't. You know why?
1: Because God knows he trusts us with the trials um, that that come our way. He trusts us with the persecution. And sometimes, you know, me and Dion would be on the phone like, man, God, can you stop trusting me so much? (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. I'd rather you trust somebody else this year. Yeah. I didn't, I
5: didn't have enough. Thinking. Yeah. Stop Don't stop thinking that you're being punished.
2: Stop thinking these bad things happen to you because you don't know the answer. Well, some of us do know the answer. It's consequences of things that we've done. But if you're experiencing something that is not your fault, that is not something that you initiated, the death of a, a loved one, the death of a spouse, um, being um, laid off from a job, think things that are out of your control, God trust you with that.
4: Yeah. And he's
2: already testified on your behalf. All right, I'm yeah. gone. Bye. That's good and that's a fact. Sometimes I wish he wouldn't trust me so
1: much though. For real, for real. Listen, <laughs> go to, can, can you go trust somebody else?
7: <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, and you're standing please. for real, for real. You sound you're standing like you mean it. <laughs> yeah. But
2: look, you you, you might trust me somebody else with this one. Cause I
10: could
6: be listening. Hey Amen. Anybody else? Dion Gracia, gonna- I loved it. I just want to say, I find myself tiptoeing across certain things, trying not to step on those, uh, you
2: know, those, uh, you know, the the jimmies that's in the ground that blow up, because. I'd be like, okay, whoo, nice walk, and then here comes something else. But, Lord, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. Listen. And I thank God that he can trust me. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Shell. I understand. Yeah, I'd rather not have to tiptoe, but, you know. Listen, I'll be um, – I, I forgot how Sabrina phrased it. All is well. That's That's what I'm going to say. All is well in spite of – what he is and what's going on all as well. Hey ma'am. Anybody else? Pastor Dion. Yes, ma'am. Um, Tent. I I I forgot
8: her name that just spoke. Um, but she's now the um third person um that brought it to my uh, attention. Um it hurts but things have been taken from me and I was um That was like, what is, why is this happening to me? What am I doing wrong? Um, So I'm just saying she's the um, third person that said that to me. So um, I want to thank you because I just um, heard it again. And I guess that was just God speaking to me that it wasn't anything that I did. Um, It's the person or whoever that did it is it's on them. So I just want to say thank you for that. That's all. Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you for
2: sharing. Good, oh, morning. good morning. Can you hear me? I can. I heard two people. Oh, they can go first. This is Kedra. OK. Hey,
9: good morning. It's Yolanda. Thank you for allowing me to go first. I hope you can hear me. I'm in my car. Um, you can. And I'm praying also that God will help me formulate my thoughts so that it makes sense and resonates with somebody. Um, and so I was thinking um, this morning, first of all, Dion, thank you every time you you declare victory, man. Every time, it's just illuminating. Um, so I thank God that he puts his trust in you. So you keep that trust, girl. You. <laughs> That's Whatever, for you. Come- Come sharing, whatever, whatever. <laughs> uh, but I just want to say, like you know what the spirit when the spirit is moving in this cause through various prayers and declarations, and you know when we make a decision to take our our relationship with God, you know to the next level, and the next level differs from person to person because God knows us so intently and so intimately. You know, it's like it's like that, that verse that says, you know, um I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, but even more, uh, I think of Psalms one thirty five, one thirty nine that speaks about how he knew us before we even came to be. That is so mind blowing for me, right? And so what I I just want to say that this is like really transformative. The things that are revealed, the epiphanies we get, the revelations we get, um, um, Help us to become to think righteously to act righteously right um someone else said it earlier that when we are not uh, operating or living in uh moral standards that is uh representative of God, it doesn't sit well with our spirit, whether it's a lie whether it's some type of dishonesty, whether we kind of hid the truth a little bit, whatever it is, there's this piercing conviction that that particular thought, thing, or action was not righteous and it doesn't please you. And furthermore, it doesn't please God, right? And ultimately, we want, I want to please God. But however, He knows, He knows me so well, He knows how far. Uh, he can take me. He knows how far he can trust me. Just like you gave that example, right? And he knows. I mean, it's like it's just it's just mind blowing that he knows what I will or won't do, will or won't do. It's like he knew, he knew when he presented himself to me that if I would take, if I would accept him in my life or not. That blows my mind, right? And then with that comes a growth process that I, you know, strive and yearn and pant, if you will, more and more for his presence in my life. And I think it does some of us like a disservice when we are and I'm and I'm not being facetious, I'm I'm not saying anything about anybody, but some of us think that when things happen to us it's because we ask ourselves, God, why me? Well, you know, and so uh, when we get back, is why not Joe? Why not Paul? Why not Jesus? What makes you think, though I bless you and my word says I will keep you and I will, that I'm not going to allow things to, I'm not going to allow you to suffer for some stuff? Because it says in Romans, I think it's Romans 8 and 18, one of my favorite verses, it says, I consider my present sufferings are nothing to be compared for the glory that will be revealed in me. Oh, my God. Right. listen, listen, come on, Elijah, come on. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So it's like, you know, it's just mind-boggling to me how if I believe the word and and I believe it's true, you know, even though God tells me, you know, fear not because I'm with you. I still fear, and he knows I'm going to fear, right? But I have to be reminded. I have to be reminded of who he is. Oh my god, and here's the hit. I may never be righteous, fully righteous. But as long as I strive for the mark and press toward the goal. woo! That's all I got. Thank you.
3: <laughs> come on. Come on. Hey
9: Amen, Yelantra.
3: <laughs> come on.
2: Oh, that's good to
4: do yeah, amen so, anybody else hey this is Kendra. i've been waiting so i'm just gonna let this real briefly god has such a sense in you we like it all is like doing it thank you for the declaration because during declaration
6: it was like did you ever come across a person that used to complain and nag and i was that person right and mm-hmm. just to move forward when tanya indicated that god trust me with the thing i was like well just let me go get my ticket out my wallet
4: get my case out the cleaners because it made me feel super to know that God trusts me enough and that um, the work that he does in me gives me the capacity to um, overcome a thing and the strength to keep going. So I just thank God for the clear victory and that prayer, Rochelle, oh my gosh. But that's all I wanted to say, Lord, uh I just said, it. what's her name? The woman that spoke before me said it all. Amen.
2: Amen. Thank you for sharing, baby girl. I was just talking about you yesterday, <laughs> literally. Hey man, anybody else before we get ready to wrap it up?
5: Go on. one Sister Lisa, Lisa, Sister Lisa, uh, hey, great declaration and uh, I am hungry and thirsty for running for God and I thank God for this call, all you guys women and all that was said. And so uh just a couple of days ago I have joined the choir uh in my church and um so on Thursdays uh we're having a convention and um we're having a convention and, and this guy has is is moving things out of my heart making room for him is that it's the lame lady with these keys, right? I got over the part with the keys, okay? But this is another lady that has been coming in and out of our church, you know, struggling to, you know, stay, is she going to stay in church or stay out of church? So the other lady with these keys, she's she telling her, so we're supposed to wear white on missionary night, which is a Thursday. um, And so she have lost her, this lady that's coming back into the church, she was in and out, and she has lost her house, her apartment, and she's back into a shelter, but she has a desire to come back in and say, you know, this time I'm going to get it right, you know, which all of us make mistakes, and so this other lady is saying, she said, well, I don't have any white. To wear. And so therefore the other lady, well, then you can't be in because she wanted to join in the choir too. Well, you can't be uh in the choir because and this was God. Usually I would have got upset. But I said, Look, it's not about that. She has a, it's about Jesus. It's about him. It's about her having a desire to even come back and, and you know, and let God work in her. You like, you you been through things. You just came back in the church yourself. So why are you saying, like, she can't be in the, you are not, you know, she's trying to act like she, because she know the word a little bit. Uh, but it's not about titles. It's not about what you know. It's about, you're going to run her back out of the church when she had the desire because she's feeling like, well, I, I don't have what you guys have. No, no, you stay here. And I said that to her, you need to move aside and let Jesus keep working on her like he worked on you and me. Remember where he brought us from, you know. So that part, I was faithful and thankful. Thank you, Lord, that I didn't just, what I would have done, if you know, when they start, uh, the start acting a food. But thanks to more, her that he is moving things out of my heart to where I can respond the right way. And and I just thank you so much. I love all of you women for the encouragement. And then and, and I sit and I meditate and I listen and ask God to search my heart and keep taking things out. The little things that, you know, that would get on my nerves. But um, yeah, I just thank God that he's moving me along. And I'm going to keep running after him and keep running and keep running. And then anybody has a desire going to be there for her even though she was in the church and she lost everything. Let her, her, let God work in her and then she run back out and she come back in because she did it right. But that's up to the Lord. It's about Jesus. It's not about no titles. It's not Amen. about what you're wearing. It's not about none of that. That's why we don't have too many people yeah. want to go to church.
10: Amen.
2: Yeah, I agree. Amen. 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 Anybody else before we close out?
12: Pastor Dion, I just wanted to, uh, this is Sylvia, I just wanted to uh, give a quick, quick announcement for any women who, are anybody who wants to uh, partake the Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. You can find it online. They're having their uh, women's conference this Friday starts, and that, that title every year is Desperate for Jesus. Thank you.
2: Amen. There was somebody else about to share as well. Thank you for that, Sylvia.
8: Good morning, Dion. It's Imani. I just wanted to say thank you for your faith and your courage. So appreciate everything you're doing. Amen. Thank you, Mom.
6: Um, keep going. Good morning. Um, I think it was Sister Lisa. Um, the young lady who needed some white stuff. Um, I am not know. Take my number. Call me or somebody give her my number so um, we can talk about getting her the stuff she needs, um, whatever it is she needs. I'm sure I have plenty of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I had
5: to, I forgot to it's tell you decided. that I to her I had some white shirts that I had uh, laid out for her also. So yeah, thank you. So I will call you so we get get her what she needs. And so yeah, thank you. So I'm gonna take your number or down. Can I right now? Sure. 510-220-220-0665, okay. uh,
6: I'm not sure what her size is, but we might have to coordinate a bit mm-hmm. uh, with some of the other sisters on the line, but uh, I'm sure they got closets full of stuff, too.
5: Okay, sure. thank you so much. And what is your name? Dondria
6: Magnificent. Okay. I, you
5: know,
1: right, I can't spell it for okay. me. This is
6: D O N D R E A.
2: Okay. Okay, right, thank you. God Heartless. bless you. Thank God you. God bless.
11: Amen. Amen. Anybody
1: else?
4: Praise God. Listen, hold I on, hold on. <laughs> okay.
3: Look, I, I missed the whole thing. Start over. Nah. <laughs> I'm so bad, so but I'm gonna play back this, But I had to say that. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I was just joking with you. I was
8: joking. I was like, no, start over.
4: It, it, it
8: happens, child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Well, y'all, again, it's Wednesday. She wanted to say something because she heard everything. She wanted to say something. Hold on. I okay. like
0: your work tonight.
4: <laughs> Thank it you, Mom.
0: good.
4: Well, I'm glad you feel I good, good,
0: good too.
2: Well, you have a wonderful day at work. We love you.
4: I like you.
2: I know. <laughs> Amen. Again, y'all, it's Wednesday, so we'll meet back here at five for those that can. Um, I pray that you have a a, a righteous day.
10: <clears throat> that,
2: that righteousness is at the forefront of your thought process. When you have an opportunity to sit it out, or operate from a place of righteousness, I hope you choose righteousness. And I hope you recognize that your righteousness and and your desire to live a righteous, right life is not for nothing. The word tells us that it will absolutely be rewarded. So we are expecting some manifestation of righteousness in our lives that that the fruit of our lives be full of righteousness as it is the highest uh, form or highest reminder of who and what God is. I love you. I promise I do, but I assure you that God loves you the most. We are expecting God to do a new thing down on the inside of us, that he will get the glory out of our lives. I will hear you all at 5 p.m. Archer circle this evening, and um, I'll talk to y'all a little later. Have a great day, everybody. Amen. You too.
8: Love you. Great day. Love you guys.
13: the truth, praying for our youth, heaven been supporting one another, and living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for
0: it's God.